Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast is our post-Super Bowl edition. We took a couple days off here. Actually, we're still super drunk from the Super Bowl. It took us a couple days to rehab. No, we don't party like that. Just, you know, White Claws don't make you that crazy, do they? No, not at all. Uh, I wasn't drinking White Claw, but, uh, you know, that's that's <laughs> to each their own. To each their own. Uh, Danny Williams and Jake Meyer, we are live from Mile High Sports Studios. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction and the participation. Lots of ways to... Uh, you know, to listen to the podcast. We just got done with the radio show. We do that every single day, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Mile High Sports um, Radio. It's 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3 if you're about town. The best way to do it is go find it or watch it. Uh, stream it at milehighsports.com. That's the easiest. That's the best way to do it. But um, we have a lot to talk about. No breaking Aaron Rodgers news, okay? If nope. they, that happened the last couple of days, we definitely would have um, been potting for it. Um, actually, I would have probably not be able to sleep because my excitement, I'm being dead serious, I think that Aaron Rodgers is coming. And I just think it's like a matter of days, a week, uh, shoot, maybe hours, till we have agreed in principle uh, to, you know, Schefter says the Broncos have agreed to trade this and this, couple firsts, couple thirds, and a player. I think that's coming down the pipe. I think that's going to happen. Um, some, after the report yesterday from the Packers of where the Packers are going all, reportedly going all in to do whatever it takes to keep their back-to-back MVP and Aaron Rodgers uh, in a Green Bay uniform. It's like, that's not even news. No. Well, I mean, like, what is that other than the last desperate plea from a franchise who knows it's slipping away or from, like, a, uh, like uh, the boyfriend who's, like, desperate, I'll do anything, okay, I will change. She's like, I'm over it. You won't. We tried. I'm out the door. That's, like, the last desperate plea. It's like Kanye. They feel like they, the the Packers are like Kanye right now. It's like they're like last. You know, should we be mean to Kim? Should we be you know do do? Should we tell her how much we love her and we want our family back together? It's like that was is what's going on. It's over with. Yeah, the relationship is over. We if it was gonna if he was gonna come back, this would have been worked on and worked out, and they would have moved forward so the team could have proceeded forward with another run at a Super Bowl. All this like in limbo here is truly making me feel um, and. It, like it's it is over and that what Green Bay did yesterday not only was not a last gas plea but the total first step to laying the groundwork down publicly that we did and were willing to do anything to keep him literally uh, go against the cap spend the money the luxury I don't know if there's a luxury tax in the NFL like the NBA or what it is but we're willing to do whatever it takes to keep him and we still we still couldn't find a way to um, get him to want to stay here with us. That's what that was yesterday. Yeah, I think there's really something to be said there because if Rodgers was staying, we would know by now. 
I, I don't think he would drag it out if he if he truly did mend his relationship with the front office and you know whichever uh, coaches you know he had maybe some issues with or uh, him and Matt Lafleur didn't see eye to eye on a couple things. If he really did mend that and fix those issues and was going to stay, then we would already know that, and it would have been announced during his NFL MVP honors speech. He would have says, and I'm coming back to Green Bay, There's and we're going to win another Super Bowl. There's something to the dragging out of Green Bay to not want to have to accept that this is happening, that you know they think it'll change. Like, time away will change. Or, you know, like a broken couple or something like that. It's not, well, and that's not a perfect analogy. There's a lot of truths to... Um, I don't know, man. Green Bay probably giving him a little bit of time, then probably offering him anything he wants, all the things that you're going to try to do to, I don't know, have her not him or her not break up with you or, or leave or, you know, it's 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 feels like he is um, like it's over with. It feels like it's especially with the Instagram stuff post mm -hmm. from the post NFL award stuff that he put out there too. That wasn't a say goodbye to football. No. That was a say goodbye to the Packers. Right, right. And we talked about something a, a few weeks ago. Um, and this is the situation of Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, they have to either franchise tag him or give him a new deal. Um, and I think they're going to franchise tag him, but that's going to be a hefty price. And I, I, I think it was you that said it uh, a few weeks ago that some people are saying Devontae Adams could warrant $30 million for, the, for one season, and his contract would be the, the biggest ever by any wide receiver in the, in the, history, in the history of the National Football League. Shifty. Um, yeah, Shifty. Keep, um, going, keep going and rolling. Though. I like it. If you do that, if you pay Devontae, how are the Packers going to be able to sign all the other restrictive free agents that they have? Devontae doesn't go back there without Aaron. No, I'm not 100% sure that Aaron and Devontae have to be a package deal. No. But also, I think the Broncos, in some a lot of kind of weird ways in a sign and trade, have some flexibility to, and, I th um, and it would make sense for them to take Tim Patrick and his new contract in a swap for, and, you know, um, and a, Tim Patrick and a second round pick. For Devontae Adams, uh, and who will sign a new contract um, in a sign-in trade, right? That makes it, you know, uh, the what with the cap flexibility for the Broncos, the realistic, uh, you know, the you know um, scenario of bringing in him when you already have the three receivers in Cortland and Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy. Um, this stuff takes time to do. Yeah, it's not easy. Everyone, these things are hard to do and these contracts and uh, are hard to put together the trades when everyone's on page, on the same page and wants it. When one side doesn't really want it, I'm sure it's much more difficult. When Devante has the freedom and the option to be hit free agency, to go back to Green Bay, uh, well, well, I'll consider the Broncos, but again, it's, um, you know, um, what does that mean? What does that look like? What's the do the Broncos want him on a will pay him as much money as he wants on a two year deal and a three year deal? Does he want a six year deal with a hundred million highest paid uh, receiver in NFL history? <laughs> All that stuff is to be discussed and up for debate and makes this thing hard. So um, deadlines are oh yeah uh, are the, important. Um, go ahead. So February twenty second through March eighth is the franchise tag. You know, window. So if the Packers want to 
um, you know, franchise tag Devontae. And that's sort of when we're going to find out whether or not Rodgers is going to go back is going to go back to the Packers. Yeah, that's when it. That's the window that we're looking at. And also, the official league year starts on March fifteenth. Yeah, deadlines are important because without deadlines, the Ben Simmons for James Harden trade would not have happened. <laughs> right. So while you know that was uh, jockeying for a position. You know, and trying to get the best deals, what those two, you know, teams were were doing. The Aaron Rodgers deal, it's to me what's happening right now with Green Bay is the Broncos are making an offer, Green Bay's countering. They're making an offer, they're countering. Making an offer, they're countering. Okay, well, we're too far off here. Let's change the core of this deal. That's how does this new package look? We're going to counter. How does this package look? We're going to counter. I mean, that stuff is. Um, is what's making this thing difficult, uh, what's making this thing um, drag out a little bit. This is historic. The deal will be historic. Um, and Tom and Peyton were free agents who came here. Aaron Rodgers is under contract by Green Bay, okay? So it's all about the compensation, it's all about saving face. It's all about Green Bay, who is this close, Jake, this close to winning a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. now going back to scratch. I mean, scratch kitchen, you know, like, so, you know, they have a lot of things going on now. Do they, what's the point of having, uh, you know, several, um, five, six, eight of the veterans that they had, um, who they're trying to win a Super Bowl with when they know uh, they're not going to be able to compete next year? Um, again, they drafted Jordan Love in the first round. The same, the same personnel that's there right now. This wasn't the old regime. This wasn't someone else's player. This wasn't someone they inherited. This is their guy. They traded up. They traded up to get him, which we say, uh, you know, there's one thing to, oh, shit, we're on the clock. We didn't think this guy was going to be there. This throws, you know, we didn't have him on our board. We didn't think he'd be there. It's kind of stuff to like, uh, what do we do? That's like, there's a certain panic and rolling of the dice you have in 10 minutes to make a decision like that, to move up. When you're targeted a guy, big target on the guy when you wanted him, moving up means I don't like him. It means I love Love him, him, right? Um, That should tell you something about, again, has that changed in two or three years? Of course it has. Do they might, you know, they think he's a dipshit now and can't play the game? You know, maybe, possibly. If they thought he was from the first church of nothing but the truth and he was going to be the next great one, would they be trying to bend over backwards for Aaron? Probably not. All things, more things to consider here, Broncos country, right? Right. And all the reasons why this thing is difficult and not easy. Even if Heron wants out and he wants to come to the Broncos and the Broncos are willing to pay the piper. Well, why hasn't this happened? Because Green Bay's not willing to accept this, come to terms with this. Uh, if it's going to happen at first, they're going to want the whole moon. Okay. Then give it to him. And well, again, I'll give you half of the moon. But I need the other half of the moon, like a half moon to see and for the world to uh, orbit and all that kind of stuff. Right. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, to be- so be realistic, Green Bay, because you're not going to be competing next year. It's going to be you're gonna, your years out. So we'll you know, we will we'll give you that capital, that draft capital that you want. But also, you know, help you know, help me help you a little bit. Help me help you. You know what I mean? You feels me. Okay, um, let's do, give me something else here. Uh, do you know what? Let's talk about the Matt Stafford effect a little bit. Um, 
the Super Bowl aftermath, now that the dust, now that the confetti has settled, you know, what's it mean for both these teams and how do we kind of relate it to the Broncos as well? We had Jeff Gershon, our old co-host, male co-host from, you know, it's been a year or two, a couple of years ago. But he was like, pump your chest a little bit. I remember you talking about bringing Matt Stafford here, you know, and I was on a kick on it for, this was three or four years ago, and I was just on a kick on it. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. He is the guy. Quit spinning your tires with the Flacco's and the Keenums. Get this guy. He's, you know, he's a great, great player. He's the and, truth. And, of course, you're going to hear the blowback of he's a loser, and he's on an all-time loser, and that's what it kind of was. And, again, at the time, Stafford, you know, still are still trying to win there with the Golden Tates and that kind of stuff. And the, uh, you know, the guys that they're drafting, the skill guys helping get over the top. And we're still trying, you know, you know, not far off from win, um, winning a Super Bowl, feeling like, well, we don't need, we're not desperate enough for that kind of guy, guy like that. But, um, you know, why always say, have you heard my Kamara stuff? But, you know, add it to the list, my Matt Stafford stuff of a guy who I thought had a chance to be a great player, goes to a one legitimate opportunity he ever had in his football life, seizes the opportunity, is a world champion, and probably punches a ticket for a Hall of Fame because I bet you he's got three or four or five more years of really good football, and I bet you they have a chance to go back to another Super Bowl or two um, under, you know, before Stafford's done with it. So um, I'm. it's like... I just was like, I told you so, even though I'm, I'm about to say <laughs> I'm not a I told you so guy. It does right. feel a little slimy, uh, but it's just the truth. I feel it feels good to be right on stuff. And we got the receipts, you know, we got, um, you know, uh, 10 hours of radio playing all uh, plus, you know, 15 hours of radio and podcasting that we do, you know, every single week to with, with the receipts on that kind of stuff. So um, for w when it came time this last year, trade for Matt Stafford, they tried. He took a better opportunity in the Rams, yeah. okay? The Broncos offered number nine and pieces. So while that, you're like, well, they did try to trade for him. I don't mean this time around. I meant like three years ago kind of time around. I meant, you know, two failed quarterback experience, you know, pre-Drew Locke and, you know, post-Keenum type of stuff. So um, what would you think about Stafford being able to get over the hump? What you think about Joe Burrow falling short? 70 sacks for him. The third most times a quarterback has been sacked ever in a season ever was Drew uh, Joe Burrow in a year where they go to a, a Super Bowl. What do you think about all that? Well, I don't. That's exactly my point. Is it wasn't on Joe Burrow. It was on that offensive line. Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow were beating Jalen Ramsey and and the Rams defense time and time again throughout that most of that entire game. Um, and on the final play, Jamar Chase was wide open with Jalen Ramsey on the ground on the turf, and if he just has. Half a second longer. That's a touchdown. That's a game-winning touchdown. But that offensive line hung him out to dry yet again. That's something that they've done all season long, and now he has a, another MCL sprain. Um, so I don't put any of that on Joe Burrow. I put it on you know the coaching staff and not building up that offensive line. As for the Stafford stuff, it's amazing. You know, going from you know the dumps, football hell in Detroit to L.A. This you know, is the limelight. This yeah. is it's the limelight, the spotlight, yeah. Hollywood. Uh, that's where you want to be. And for him in his first year to win the Super Bowl, and the way he started that game, he started on fire. I think he was 10 for 12, two touchdowns and 130 yards. That's how he started the game. Yeah. And if he would have kept that up, he would have been a Super Bowl MVP. If it wasn't for that tipped pass that was intercepted, Stafford probably would have been your Super Bowl MVP. 
If Odell doesn't get hurt, Stafford's your Super Bowl MVP because Cooper Cup had to put the entire team on his back, him and Stafford, because that running game was shit. They didn't do anything. Cam Akers, Henderson, Sony Michelle, that that's one thing I'll give to the Cincinnati Bengals that their run defense was phenomenal. The Bengals proved they're worthy. It's weird because you look back and it's like you have to have the right pieces. There is something to them maybe getting hot, but also like the pieces that they had in place combined with the you know the young kind of innovative coaching they had proved them worthy to get to a Super Bowl. So the Broncos, and while the chase is to be Chiefs good, Chiefs kind of good and like the number one team in football, also it's about positioning yourself to make a run at a Super Bowl with the pieces you have once you are able to kind of those pieces can get you to qualify for the playoffs, then you make a run at it. It gives me something that like, you know, when I was a young punk reporter covering Mike Shanahan, he used to always say there's 10 teams every year that could win a Super Bowl. You just want to be one of those 10 teams. Okay. Sometimes you're going to be, you know, the one, two or three best of the teams. Sometimes you're going to be a team like uh, Aaron Rodgers, six and six Packers team that won their last four and then went into um, the playoffs and won four more and then hoisted a Lombardi. We were a wild card team that won a Super Bowl ourselves before coming back and having one of the greatest seasons ever. So I think that's what it's about. It's about, but also like the biggest piece of that puzzle is the quarterback. Then you can, you know, um, the offensive line run game, legitimate offensive attack where you can go out there and beat any defense or compete against any defense because the Rams and the Bengals defense were both good. Okay. And then it's about the coaching, the scheme, the right pillars on defense as well. They've got the right guys. And <clears throat> what I'm hoping is for the Broncos is all of the buildup and it's crazy. They've been building up um, around the quarterback they haven't had. And I guess if you don't have that, you do it. But also see, some teams keep chasing that quarterback and neglect the rest of the positions and the rest of the team as they're putting capital in and rolling the dice here or trying to short circumvent by going after skill offensive guys to get me to good rather than other pieces, other positions I might need to really help build the team. It's imagine being on the clock and you see flashy fucking running back here, receiver with your second round pick, you know, you need an offensive lineman, you know, you need a linebacker. And I don't mean for the Broncos necessarily, but a team that's like, am I going to take this 338 pound fat guy from you? Utah or from um, Arkansas to anchor, I hope, uh, be a, one of the two best players on my offensive line. Do I go get me this guy who had tw 18 rushing touchdowns in college last year kind of stuff? The It's hard to build a winner. It's hard to, um, man, it's hard the, you know, to be a general manager. Any, any fantasy football f uh, guy thinks he can go uh, manage a real NFL team, but you got to be tactful, thoughtful, skillful, lucky. There's so many things mm -hmm. that going into creating a, a winner. But um, the Broncos have a, everything, I think. Everything that a team would need for a great quarterback to come in. Well, like, of course, any great quarterbacks can. Now, great quarterbacks can, uh, I mean, look at Matt Stafford. He's always been great. Yeah. That's what his, you know, that's how bad they were. And then let me give you, like, uh, Russell Wilson now has been propping that team up 12 wins, not this last year, the year before. They weren't good, 12 wins good. No. And in that division to do it, no, but it's the greatness of Russell Wilson and certain guys. So 
that's the podcast. That's the whole enchilada. Good job. We're going to try to do one more this week. And the next week, I'm hoping that we'll do five because we'll have Aaron Rodgers announced as as the next, you know, um, head uh, the next quarterback of the team, and we'll say, well, what could and what have we have done? How are we going to live without the two first round picks and the two thirds? Um, all that, all that kind of stuff. I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to like. I can feel it. Like, man, Aaron Rodgers comes. It's like you're as a fan base will be putting on like a Superman cape. Oh yeah. It just everything would be so awesome around here. Um, we deserve it. Broncos country deserves it. Oh, really? You deserve it more than the Lions and the uh, Dolphins. All that. Yeah, we do because we're better. We're a better fan base than them. We're a better franchise than those franchises. And it's just a matter of time before the Broncos find a way to get back on top again. It's just who and what we are. It's how we operate. You know? 100%. Okay. Uh, anything else you got? Uh, just that it's going to be a revitalization of Broncos country. They got the new head coach, potentially new quarterbacks. It's going to be awesome. Okay, Jake, good stuff, man. Appreciate you. Uh, check the radio show out every single day. Like we said, we do a radio show here at Mile High Sports. Um, if you can't find it locally, you can watch it. You can stream it at milehighsports.com. Or if you go to the radio on demand tab, you'll see that you can find Danny Williams on there. Um, and it's me and Jake who do the show every single day. And it's a good show. You'll love it. If you love the podcast, you'll love the radio show. Jake does a really good job here. And um, I'm a total stud too. So Jake, good job. We appreciate all you guys out there. Uh, we appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.